Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we appreciate you stopping by Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these free and available as we do bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars here today on the C2P platform. Today we have a fantastic young man on the show, and I told him prior to going live, he really does kind of cross, you know, checks all the boxes. You know, I start noticing that he was a team captain two years at Auburn. Team captain at Auburn. He transfers to or Vanderbilt. He transfers to Vanderbilt. He becomes a team captain, three-time team captain. So that kind of piques my interest. That this kid's a leader. This kid gets in the locker room and he's a and he's a leader of men. But then it goes deeper. I'm looking at the bio. I'm looking at the bio. He was part of the 2021 All-State ACF Good Works team. And if you folks not familiar with that, that is one hell of an accolade to have to your resume. And then I noticed he was the SEC Community Service Team as well. Just a fantastic young man, and obviously he's a fantastic football player. So the combination of all those things, I'm proud, proud, proud to welcome Elijah McAllister to the program. He was also down at the College Grid Iron Showcase. Elijah, welcome to the show, my friend. How's tonight treating you? Tonight's treating me well, and I appreciate you having me on here today. Oh, we appreciate you, man. A, a heck of a career. Uh, can you believe your time collegiately has kind of come and gone? And have you had that one morning where you woke up thinking that you're missing practice, but you've already done that, and now you're on your way to the next level? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely believe that my collegiate career has come to a close because it's always been a goal of mine to reach the next level. And I knew at some point, you know, in order to reach the next level, you've got to put uh, the previous level in the past, um, close that chapter. And that's something that, you know, I wasn't prepared to do. Um, but I also was prepared to do because as time goes on, you progress and you experience things that allow you to grow, which I had do, had to do in college. Um, and I'm thankful that I've grown, and I'm glad to be able to be in this position to you know, take the next step in my career. Nice. And I'm I'm curious, when do you get the sense that this is realistic? You know as well as anybody. I mean, you go off to some big-time programs, SEC football, highest level out there, and it, it maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe we're not doing this podcast. Maybe you're not training for the draft. Maybe you don't have an NFL agent, but you accomplished all those things. When does it really sink in that you have what it takes? Yeah, I mean, I think that's not really a decision that, you know, comes from an internal source. I think everybody in the world has that confidence that they feel like they are uh, the best and do have the ability to get to the next level, but it's a byproduct of the work that you put in. It's a byproduct of how you treat people. It's a byproduct of the faith you have and whatever you believe in. And minds happen to be God. And uh, all those things, you know, allow you to set a precedent for yourself and set a mental, you know, um, idea and track for yourself that allows you to have some belief and understand and know that at some point this is going to be a reality for you. Ah, beautifully said. Hey, Psalms 37.4, delight yourself 
in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. As a God-believing man, that's come to fruition for you, my friend. Listen, now, we ask all the guys that come on the show this particular question. We throw you in the film room. Your NFL scouts are sitting there. They're breaking down your tape. What do you think they're going to love about you when they start watching you on film? I think the first thing that's going to jump off on tape is my versatility, the ability to do a lot of different things within the confines of the defense, um, within multiple different defenses and different fronts, and I think they're going to really like that about me. They're also going to love my length, um, my ability to get my hands on people and use my length to my advantage, as well as my ability to continue to play hard uh, throughout um, the duration of the game and also make splash plays throughout the game, um, be a disruptor, that's getting pressures, uh, getting tip balls, um, TFL, sacks, whatever, you know, I feel like um, I'm all over the field in terms of my production because of my versatility of being able to do different things. Very, very nice said. And what goes unnoticed? Uh, you know, we you, we know you're a team captain. I think the leader qualities are off the charts. Um, maybe some of the uh, – you could be a film junkie, a weight room warrior. Uh, maybe some of the defensive schemes at Auburn or Vanderbilt didn't allow you to do certain things. But with that said, Elijah, what needs to be noticed that these guys must know if they can't see it on tape? Yeah, I think um, some things that they don't know that I feel like you know, they should is that I'm a person that hasn't played you know, defensive end or outside back position um, for a long time in my life. You know, and in the times that I have, I've had different coaches, so different things have been asked to me and required. So I feel like I'm still malleable in that sense uh, as a player. Um, and also, most importantly, I think, you know, my tape speaks more so to who I am versus uh, the box scores, whereas the box scores, I feel like in some ways you may not be uh, enamored by the numbers, but when you take a look at the tape um, and continue to actually dive in for the football junkies out there, you take a look at the tape, uh, I feel like impacting the game and impacting winning in a positive way. That's a great say. And, you know, and I'm glad you said it because, you know, I, Chris Jones from the Chiefs, I mean, he gets he, he does get his stats. But there are some games where you might check the box score and, you know, it's one tackle, maybe none, and you're like, wow. But when you watch the game, you know Chris Jones made an impact, and I'm glad you say that. So just for our audiences, because you know everybody out there knows exactly who Chris Jones is, and they know he's a playmaker. Even if the box score it doesn't have a ton of stats and gaudy statistics, um, you're out there doing your thing. Now, you were also down at the CGS, as we know, wonderful opportunity for any player or any man in your position to get noticed and Billy, what this says, showcase your skills. It's also an opportunity for these teams to know you as an individual, not just a player. Can you kind of just share your experience of that? Yeah, that experience was unique. And I'm so thankful that, you know, God has led me to be in that position and be able to participate in that event. And it was a great event. I was able to talk to some scouts and kind of uh, get an idea of you know, how they viewed me and uh, positive things and things that they feel like I need to work on as I take the next step to the next level. And as far as on the field, I think it was a nice experience because I feel like it gave you know, all the players there a sense of what you know training camp would be like, a chance where you don't really know the scheme, a chance where nobody's comfortable in their you know, situations because everybody's there new, and you got to kind of prove yourself in a handful of days, you know, two or three days. So it was nice, and you got able to you were able to compete against some high level players across the country and see how you stacked up. So I had a nice event. Um, nice game. Just felt like you know the whole week, weekend, pretty much was just um, a fun uh, deal for me, and just ability to showcase my stuff in front of you know scouts and in front of uh, my agent, in front of my family, and also um, just against other players. Nice, and and 
sometimes scouts can be very uh, vanilla in terms of praise. Maybe they don't want to say certain things. But um, through your interaction throughout the week, did you get any compliment that kind of really stuck that kind of just maybe validated all the hard work that you put into this thing? Yeah, and I think going into um, the event, you know, I wasn't sure what scouts were going to say about me, but coming out of it, I felt, you know, positive about where I stood in terms of, you know, their eyes, like kind of what I talked about earlier. You know, a lot of people like to, you know, stat watch, but, you know, it's different when you're watching the game, watching all 22 of these players that are being disruptive and impacting winning, even if they might not show up in the box score. And I think one particular thing that I, you know, uh, looked at or you know, kind of took away from the event is that, you know, even though, you know, in some games the box score may not be what I've liked, um, the scouts still watched and enjoyed it. And I think one of the games was this Georgia game that I played against the game I played against Georgia this past year, which, you know, coming out of the game, I felt like I played okay and I felt like I played, you know, pretty decent, but I, you know, wasn't too crazy about it because I don't think the box score reflected, you know, how well I played. But, you know, sitting down while, while cutting up that tape with them, you know, so they felt like I put some really good stuff on tape against the best competition in the country, so. Oh, that's awesome. That, that definitely had to put some pep in your step and probably just even just kind of built momentum for the week, knowing that these guys are recognizing what you're doing against, again, the Georgia Bulldogs, and we know what kind of program they've built in the last couple of years. It's, it's, it's a pure powerhouse. Um, Elijah, we've been talking X's and O's the entire program. Uh, for you, any other interests or ha- hobbies or passion outside the game of football? Uh, I really enjoy watching soccer. It's my favorite sport to watch. I enjoy watching that. I enjoy watching all sports. I do like to read as well. I read different books. and uh, I'm a foodie, I like to say, so I like to take a drive and just try different foods in different states and cities and try to learn about their culture while I'm there. Yeah, I I, uh, it, I I I I kind of like doing uh, some of those things myself, uh, especially uh, the food thing. And and for you with soccer, my my big thing's Formula One racing. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I would wake up at six seven in the morning and you know watch the Brazilian Grand Prix with Ayrton Senna and Alan Prost and all those guys. And if people, you know, when you work in the thing of football, you play football. People kind of think, well, it's just football, football, football. But you know, there's a there's another part of it, and you know. For you, it's soccer for the F1. Um, listen, we're almost out of time. You've been a pleasure to have on, especially late notice, so we appreciate this. Um, but before we wrap it up, we call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted, off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Let's do it. All right. Now, you could pick any coach from Auburn or Vanderbilt, head of coach, assistant coach, coach, but what coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice, Elijah? An absolute no-no. If your, your teammates got caught doing it, you might catch a little hell. Oh, man. I think uh, Coach Mason, uh, my head coach at Vanderbilt my first couple of years, he was a stickler for – obviously, you know, some people are more stickler than others and not touching the quarterback, but he did not play about that. Like, not even getting around the quarterback something that – we couldn't even do it. And we had a quarterback by the name of Kyle Shermer, Pat Shermer's son, really good quarterback for uh-huh. our program. And couldn't even – you talk about a cylinder, you couldn't even get even remotely close to Kyle or else you'll be running the lap around the field or doing some type of punishment. So uh, that's something that I kind of always stuck in my head. I know not to touch any quarterbacks during practice. <laughs> Fair enough. And how about this one? Um, you are a three-time team captain, 2020 and All-State Good Works team. 
SEC Community Service, bachelor's in medicine, master's degree in education diversity. Also, what I need to know now is if you're in a contest, are you more likely to be the better singer or the better dancer? <laughs> I'd like to back myself in both. Uh, I think uh, I'm a competitor, but also <laughs> those things, uh, probably a little more than others. So I like that. I like the confidence there, Elijah. <laughs> and then the final one for you is we build towards the 2024 NFL draft, the week of the draft. I assume you're going to be with family and friends, finding out where you're going to go, waiting to hear your name come off the board. Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? My grandmother is definitely the best cook in my family, and I just would like um, to have some type of smorgasbord of food. My favorite kind of food is Thanksgiving. So even okay. when it's not Thanksgiving, I would like her to cook some Thanksgiving food. So obviously you got the stuff in there, got the turkey, the gravy. You got some ham in there, some mac and cheese, collard greens, uh, yams, different things like that. Uh, and I really enjoy my grandmother cooks, but, you know, I like to have a whole Thanksgiving feast as often as I can, even if it's not Thanksgiving, it's my favorite holiday. Well, it's the 23rd of February, so she got a couple months to prepare, but your grandmother's on the clock for a Thanksgiving smorgasbord for you as you celebrate this next journey as a 2024 draft prospect. Elijah, you've been fantastic. Again, kudos to you. Stay humble, stay hungry, and continued success, my friend. I appreciate the kind words. Thank you for having me on here tonight. Have a blessed day. Thank you as well. Once again, that is Elijah, Elijah McAllister here on the C2P. So much to like about this man. And I'm, I'm glad he brought up the length. I mean, he, he is a athletic athletic kid i mean long and lean um down at the cgs that was something that was uh, very noticeable that you could really uh kind of tell that this kid he just has a a, a athleticism to him and, and he gets it and i think that comes across in all the other accolades that i've mentioned throughout the program in terms of his leadership and his qualities as a player but that said we always appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the c2p This has been a C2P exclusive. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.